Hi, my name is Mary Spender, and you are listening to Tuesday, 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 Tuesday Talks. I am finally beginning something, something very, very new to me. Um, when it comes to podcasting, I have been a fan of podcasts. I have been on podcasts. Um, and I've even worked on podcasts for my old job uh, when I worked for Shaw Microphones. And yet I have wanted my own for such a long time. And yet I just haven't sat down and done it. So today I am beginning to do a podcast, which might be very boring to listen to because I am alone. I do not have a sidekick. But I do want it to be something that is scalable, that I can do anywhere. So I have all the gear, no idea. Um, and I just kind of want to talk about vulnerability because like, it's one of the things you might even hear my stomach rumble during this and I just don't know. And there's a train going past and all the excuses that I could use to just not sit and record a podcast, I feel um, is happening right now. But I talk about it quite a lot when it comes to creativity because I only really talk about things that I know and I suffer uh, just like most people do, um, you know, from procrastination, uh, from worrying what people will think, whether people will enjoy it, whether they'll even bother listening. Maybe they won't bother listening, but does it really matter? No. Am I excited to be doing something new? Yes. And I just need to remember that. And also this is something that is very, very practical. Videos in comparison are not all that easy to make. Um, and, you know, now podcasts, you you can record on your phone. You know, everyone knows how amazing voice notes are. Um, so if you are thinking about starting that podcast, whether you're a music lover, whether you're a guitar lover, whatever it is, and you just want to start a podcast for your own sake, not worrying about the numbers, not worrying about whether people will listen or not, but just for your own uh, entertainment and own creativity, then I thoroughly encourage it because that is what I'm sat here doing. I am sat at my desk. It is a Thursday morning and I'm in my gym kit because if any of you follow me on Instagram, I need to go and do uh, a proof of sweat at some point. I need to go and work out this whole thing that I'm changing my lifestyle and have been in the process of doing so. But that's another thing that I had to start and I had to be vulnerable in. And sitting and recording audio by myself without having the fallback of a song or something prepared... I almost feel as vulnerable as a stand-up comedian must when they're beginning to go on an open mic and they're just standing with a microphone and there is nothing to save them. So when it comes to beginning something new and that thing that is going through your mind, oh man, it is such a challenge, isn't it? Like it's just a, you really have to stop thinking about the audience and when I am giving this lecture, I am giving this lecture to myself. I hope you do know that. I'm not trying to lecture to you or at you. Um, I'm just trying to coach myself through why I struggle so hard with it. And it's one of the reasons why I started Tuesday Talks, because I love talking, um, mostly in conversation, mostly with other people. I don't often talk by myself, but I am 
No, do you know what? I'm going to admit, I do talk to myself. I hope other people do too. Um, but I do coach myself through things. And that's why I started Tuesday Talks, the video series, in September 2016. And now it's July 2019. And finally, I am taking that to the next level, whether it will be me using interviews that I have recorded in the past. Um, but again, my fear of audio quality, you know, when you're listening to a video um, or watching a video, sorry, uh, you can see the situation that you're in when recording it. So if the audio isn't entirely perfect, it's sort of manageable and people can see that, you know, you're not in the best environment and you're not necessarily using the most suitable microphone or whatever. Um, but when it comes to podcasting, I know that you might be listening to this in your car or uh, in headphones at work. Um, and yeah, I do want to try and up my game when it comes to that. So I have bought a little handy recording recording advice and I need to uh, just get a few more handheld microphones. But anyway, excuses, excuses. When it comes to this podcast, I'm really, really hoping that I can keep it just as consistent as everything else. Um, not so last minute, as some of you may be aware, I edit. Uh, I shoot, I edit, upload my videos myself. I and I and I kind of can't believe that I'm still at this point after so long of doing it. I know that Tuesdays come around every week, you know, and yet on Monday night sometimes I'll be like, "Oh my god, I have not recorded anything," and I just don't, for my own mental health, I do not want to get that with this podcast. So. I am going to make sure that I have enough episodes to upload uh, regularly, hopefully more than one a week, because it's just a much easier format. Um, and the way that I listen to podcasts, I listen to podcasts pretty much every day. And I, I just I just want them all the time. And I have my preferred hosts and uh yeah, I'm not going to get into that just now, just in case you start judging me. <laughs> That's one of the things I'm scared of, judgment when it comes to my listening thing, my listening habits, because it's often things that you probably wouldn't even expect me to listen to. And quite often it's not music related. Quite often it's uh, uh, technology related, science related, um, other nerdy subjects, which I know that I'm sure some of you will share interest in. But anyway, I digress starting this podcast, I already faced a challenge this morning when I was sat on my laptop and I opened Logic and I was like, I'm going to use Logic. Uh, I'm just about to lose Logic because I'm going to switch my main uh, studio computer from Mac to PC. And I need to get used to recording in something else. So I opened Adobe Audition, which I've heard is great for podcasting. Uh, so you know, go and do your research if you're looking to start your own. It gave me the problem of latency. And some of you musicians will know latency is just the worst thing to try and record to. It's probably better in terms of actually speaking uh, than recording music, because if you're recording music with latency, then you have serious, serious timing issues. Whereas when you're just talking and you're experiencing latency and it's just a mono track. Uh, it's just annoying and it's off-putting. And the one thing that you do not want when you're just talking to yourself is to be put off by your own voice. 
So I opened up Adobe Audition after problems of logging in to my Adobe Creative Cloud, not even remembering what my login was. And I had sort of like got the motivation up to sit down and do a podcast and then technology was just failing me and I almost lost interest. And I just decided that, right, no, I'm going to pursue this. I'm going to take the time to sit and record (laughs) this thing. I'm going to get through this. So I got on support and then I was just sat on my laptop just to da-da-da-da-da. And now I'm back in Logic Pro X because it was just taking too long. And that's one of the annoying things about creativity is that if you need something to help you with that creativity, whether it's technology, whether it's relying on someone else, those can create barriers that then stop you from being creative. And I guess with my career, the one thing that I have learnt having been a singer-songwriter for 14 years now is that I can actually only really rely on myself and that is not because I don't enjoy working with other people it's just that mentally if I want to get something done because I love procrastinating so much I have to limit all opportunity of delay or failure and do you know I'm experiencing it right now with my record Some of you might know, and if you don't, I'm very, very excited to be releasing a record in September called Lone Wolf. Um, Ahead of that, uh, hopefully this podcast comes out way ahead of that release, but ahead of that I'm releasing other songs because I have been sat on my songs for so long and I've had them for years. So before the Lone Wolf EP comes out, which has actually all been written this year or like reworked this year. So I might have started off with a shell of a song. And then, you know, like actually harking back to like 2010, I've had some shells uh, or just unfinished things that I've now taken, felt that I can actually finally complete. But other than those tracks that are pretty much brand new and not many people have heard other than... Uh, some of my Patreons, um, Patreon supporters, I am releasing two songs that are very, very old, uh, Long Island City, which I have had recorded for a very long time too. I've just never released online officially on Spotify. And I'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, actually, do you know what? I've got a notepad in front of me and I'm just going to make sure that I do come back <laughs> to things that I start ranting on about. Uh, but yeah, Long Island City, which is coming out on the 19th of July, Friday the 19th of July. And then Primrose, I've just got the master back uh, from my masterer. Um, That sounds like a strange job. Uh, It's mixed down, mastered. The drums for that were recorded in 2017. I'm so ashamed to admit that, October 2017. And I've only just finished it now, July 2019. And mentally I've had to overcome uh you know me talking about the 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 difficulties of working with other people not I don't mean that in in uh me not being the team player as I mentioned earlier it's more just that I'm very bad at handling other people's deadlines so if they give me a deadline uh or their own deadline that's later than I want it to be because I want everything done now um And I know that that means I'm probably a bit of a control freak and I'm so willing to admit it because I think everyone has a little bit of that in them, especially when it comes to their own creative output. But 
I'm just now trying to put myself under pressure because that's the way that I work best and it's taken me a long time to realise that. Put myself under pressure to release more and more and more music because sitting on it doesn't do it any good. I don't have to worry about a record label wanting me to hold things back. I don't have to worry about how the music industry will take it because I don't really care. I don't really care about reviews. I care about my audience. And through YouTube, I have reached this community of people that are so willing to listen to me, which is such a strange thing to finally have. And yes, they will be honest. If something is bad, they'll tell me just like they like to, just like you like to. Uh, But if something's good, they'll also tell me. And the one thing that I think people are craving or I hope they're craving and the one thing that I am craving to put out in the world is more and more music because the videos come out every week and the videos are so fulfilling. And do you know what? I could probably be satisfied with my life if I just sat and made videos all the time because I love it. I love the process of filming. I do still struggle with that. I don't love every second of it, but I love the reward of uploading a video. I love that it's been so consistent. I love that I'm putting myself under pressure and that I'm learning about myself every week. And I love the reaction and I love my fans. Like I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm always blown away by the support. However, I make those videos because I'm a singer songwriter, not just because I'm a video maker, because I don't see myself as a filmmaker per se. I see myself as a, um, I don't know, a creator, a creative that uses video as a medium, but I'm not, I don't work the same way as some of my friends who are filmmakers work or directors or editors or uh, scriptwriters. I just, it's just a different medium of video, um, of of film, sorry. So I market myself as a singer-songwriter because that's the thing that comes most naturally to me. I sit and write songs as therapy and I love performing songs, um, And it's so cathartic to stand up on stage and perform songs that you've written about your life. And um, again, if you are struggling in just actually getting to that open mic and doing that, I really, really just please uh, use this as permission. Go and do it. If you fail, that's a good thing. Like actually the more failure, the better, because you learn from that. It's you get lessened. (laughs) Lessened? Is that even a word? That's another thing that my friends uh, do make me aware of. And one of the things that the editing process of videos can actually help me omit, but I sometimes just make up words. Um, (laughs) So forgive me if I sound a little bit uneducated every so often, just because I'm not as well read as I wish I were. Um, Wish I was. Again, just don't, don't really know. Ah, I'm digressing because I'm losing focus. Anyway, So Long Island City released uh, on a CD way back. I can't remember when I released that. But I've always been very proud of that recording because it was done so informally. Like it was was done in the midst. I, I challenged myself. I think it was 20... God, 
2016? No, maybe, maybe earlier. I really liked the idea of releasing a track a month and I didn't really have an audience at that point. I think my YouTube channel had barely 300 subscribers. So 300 people is still a lot of people, but they weren't there watching every video. So every video was getting maybe, I don't know, a few hundred hits. Um, and it wasn't a very interactive uh, working machine like it is now. Um, but anyway, Long Island City recorded that, recorded that with two friends, Jacob Bright and Rob Grist. Jacob uh, produced it and did a great job. And actually, I I was talking to him the other day. We went on uh, on a birthday vacation. We have birthdays very similar to each other. So a group of friends, including Jacob um, and Jake, uh, came and we went to uh, Cornwall and we were talking about the mix and he said, oh, I, you know, I could take another look at it. And I just realized, I, I even asked him to, I was like, oh, go, go, yeah, maybe, maybe open it up, like have a look, see if you can make any improvements. And then I was just like, wait, that's going to cause a delay. I need this track out. I need to get it out for my own sake, for my own mental sake. No one is putting me under pressure to release this. I just, I finished the video, which was another reason why I delayed the online uh, release of it because I had this video in mind for years and it took me uh I had to go back to Long Island City in New York um to actually film it and I wanted to film it in this diner that I had daydreamt about uh since I was 19 since I went there for the first time and um yeah I just realized I was like oh god I'm doing it again I am delaying this and he couldn't look at it for a while. He was uh, working away and he is a he's a full-time uh, producer, engineer, and he's on the road a lot. And he's, yeah, a successful guy and he's busy. And, you know, my own personal deadline, when I was already happy with the recording, was suddenly like pushed back a bit. And I just realised, I was like looking at the dates of when I want this music to come out. And I was like, I have to upload it to DistroKid. I need to get it up. I need to have it ready on the video. You know, I'd have to re-export the video, which is, um, you know, just a bit time consuming. And it's just another step that I'd have to redo when it's already finished. And so I finally texted him and I just went, do you know what? I'm really happy with this. I I know that it's uh, a bit like the song, uh, the, the, um, Joni Mitchell quote, the songs are like tattoos. Um, they, they're sort of like relevant at the time. So this song was produced a few years ago, but it still sounds good. And it was the best, it was done to the best of our ability at the time. So finally, I just put a stop to it and um, went through the processes of what it takes to actually release a track independently, obviously. Uh, and all the steps that I want to fulfill. So I, yeah, so I, I built the spreadsheet of all these things that I need to go and I'm just trying to help myself to take those steps to get music out to the best of its ability, the best of my ability right now. Because if I want to leave anything behind in this world, <laughs> I feel like videos are great and I love them dearly, but music is music and you will know how important music is to me. Um, I'm sure you all, if you are listening to this 
podcast, then you are also a fan of music and it has probably helped you through some of the hardest times. It's probably helped create some of the best times in your life. And yeah, that is the thing that I want to leave behind in this world. I want to, I want to leave behind a substantial catalogue of just original songs and just, you know, recorded to the best of my ability at the time because I keep listening to old music and I'm just like, this music is great. Yeah, imagine if it was recorded now. Like, imagine if those Fleetwood Mac albums were recorded now. Would they have the same gravitas? Because at the time, they were recorded to the best of their ability and they were mind-blowing. And that's why they garnered their success, because those songs were just so powerful. Um, I listened to Joni Mitchell records and I'm like, oh my God, this was recorded decades ago and it holds up so should I just forgive myself now that technology has moved on so much and really all I need to do is just create the music because it's not going to sound terrible it's not going to sound unlistenable it's going to be created to the best of my ability right now and maybe the music in future years will be better uh, in terms of like quality but right now I just need to get that done. So where am I at with this podcast? Because I have just been rambling, rambling and rambling and rambling, which is good because I want to be able to do this. This is a a thing I need to practice. It's a thing I need to learn how to do. And yeah, this is a, this is a big challenge. So if I actually also talk about Primrose while I have the opportunity, Primrose, again, a song written a very, very long time ago, maybe 2013. I remember having the riff. I remember having that riff and just knowing that it was going to be a good song and I was going to be proud of it. Again, it doesn't matter if people like it or not, but it wasn't until 2017, going on Anderton's, when my career completely changed, um, that I was playing that with Lee Anderton and just jamming it and he was performing some beautiful stuff on it actually which is something that I'm I am going to take advantage of hopefully in future with an idea that I have for a video about Primrose but I'm not going to tell you about that just yet because that's another thing that I need to do another thing on my to-do list but Primrose it suddenly changed my career. That song actually changed my career. And yet I was terrified of releasing it because the the version that we'd done, I'd actually worked with the same guys. Oh no, maybe I had a different different drummer. Uh, Ian Bostick was the drummer on that. Again, we all did it really last minute. It was part of the uh, track a month thing. And it wasn't, it wasn't a gigged song. So... Long Island City, when I finally did that with Rob, we'd gigged it and we performed it and I sort of knew what I wanted and I knew what I didn't want. Uh, whereas when I recorded the first uh, version of Primrose, I just didn't know what I really wanted, which is why I was unhappy with the recording because I just didn't have a set idea in mind. Then I uh, gigged it a lot, um, even taking it on tour last March with Rob and even though we'd recorded the drums in the October beforehand um 
I just knew when I was recording guitars and bass myself here in the studio, I knew what I wanted finally. And I even then went, uh, I was just recording in Chicago and I was like trying to record a guitar track and even that one was wrong and it just all sounded wrong. So finally came home and just sat and was just like, right, where is this track at? Because you need to, you need to record this. You need to get this finished. And I haven't even filmed a video at this point. Um, but it's been such a long process. And finally, this morning, I've had approval um, from the producer who has just uh, made sure that the master is good. And I've listened to the masters. And yeah, oh my God, I'm very proud of this song just because it has been such a long process to get to. Um, and it just sounds so good and it sounds so rocky and yeah, I'm very, very excited. And basically other than the drums, I think I recorded everything myself. Yeah. Every guitar part is mine. I do some wishy-washy stuff using my Ernie Ball St. Vincent. I love that guitar for that sort of ethereal sounding thing. I think I even, uh, named the stem when I was sending it to Joseph, uh, the producer on this track. Um, yeah, uh, Joseph Wonder. Um, I just, I just said, I just called it ethereal guitar. And actually in the first draft of the mix, he brought it up way, way more than I was expecting to. And maybe that might be an interesting thing to actually one day do a podcast on, do the incarnations of Primrose and talk you through that. Um, I might even write that down as a whole episode, the incarnations of Primrose. Um, yeah I have an idea for this video and it involves a lot of just a little bit of time consuming uh file management <laughs> where I just want to uh pull up loads of video footage that I took from all my years living in Bristol because the song is about Bristol and weirdly enough at the time of writing it I was thinking about leaving Bristol um in 2013 no yeah 2013 and I ended up leaving Bristol just for a few months and I just went off to America and just for a, a very, very long travel trip, you know, um, and just staying with friends and just sort of experiencing upstate New York. And um, and I, actually, that was the first time I went to Nashville, too. But I came back and I just realized how much I love the city and I do still love it. But last year I did finally move after nine years of living there. So it feels very strange releasing it now and you know, re recording the tracks uh, in Brighton, a uh, hundred odd miles away, having moved out of that city, oh, it was a bit emotional because I, I grew up in that in that city. I grew up a lot. I changed my whole life. I changed my whole career. I started uh, living there in two thousand and nine. I went to university, Bristol University, and I first lived in Stoke Bishop, which was miles away from my university building. It was a sort of city university. It's not really like a campus. Uh, sorry, it's not, it's not a campus university. So it's sort of like integrated into the, into the city. And I was like 45 minute walk away from my building and, you know, just going from that to then finally living in, uh, near the Harborside in Bristol, which was a, a area I didn't even know about for the first three years of living there at uni. And yeah, I just, nine years is a really long time in someone's life. So now releasing Primrose having left is, is, uh, I don't know. It has some 
gravitas, I guess, to me anyway. Um, so when it comes to music, I have these steps that I need to take, just like recording this podcast, just like I just know that there are steps. You have to be sat down. You have to be kind of chill. You have to be ready just to mentally to hit record. Um, and actually that sort of brings me on to a theme that I kind of want to discuss. It's the, it's the, I can't remember what I, I've, I've, I've phrased it something and it might already be a, a known term, but it's like red light syndrome or something, red, red button syndrome. Um, where you could be performing, you could be talking really naturally and then, or, you know, singing naturally or, um, doing a really good performance live or whatever. And then you just know, you just hear that, that notification that it started or you see it on screen or someone tells you, right, we're finally recording. And oh my God, do you freak out? Oh my God. (laughs) I am trying to get better than that and actually one of the things that I'm doing right now just as a tip to any of you podcasters is I've hidden the screen which is just ticking away with a red track saying that I am putting this down I am talking into my laptop and it's possibly going to be heard and that sort of vulnerability of that red dot is just I don't know so let me know in uh however you enjoy interacting with me if you are a patreon subscriber then please just let me know that you also suffer from that too that's another thing that i do need to make a priority is you guys you guys uh listening because i want to be able to talk to you um because the more specific we get about problems with creating music or uh not just problems, doesn't always have to be negative, positive things coming from music too, or questions that you want to ask. Uh, I just want to get personal and I want to get um, intricate with those answers. And I think a written question online is great and I enjoy answering those on my Patreon page. But I think sometimes the wording can be difficult or it's just, you know, it's misconstrued. It's just like writing a text. It is hard to sometimes understand the whole intent behind the text. So I want you guys to email me and I'm going to create a a personalised podcast email, which I think I will call maryspenderpodcast at gmail.com. Hopefully that is available. And I want people to record... I don't want people to video themselves. I I was thinking about that just in case there was ever a video incarnation of this podcast, but I actually think it needs to be its own organic thing. And uh, I don't think I want to worry about video when it comes to it because I just want to be able to record this anywhere and I don't always have a camera with me. Um, So I want you to record yourself on voice notes. If you do have a good microphone, then great. Feel free to use it. Uh, but voice notes on your phone would be great. And then just send me the audio of those questions so that I hear your voices, um, so that I know how to pronounce your names. Um, and yeah, and we just, we just get personal with this because I think that's the best way 
to really, really have a conversation. And I know it's strange and it's, it's uh, through the podcast medium, it's, you know, it's going to be heard by other people, but hey, we're all here to share and learn from each other. And I think those kind of podcasts that I listen to, the educational ones where they talk about failures or they talk about certain issues or topics um, are the best and most enlightening. So do you know what? I think on that note, I'm going to stop rambling to myself and I'm going to, I'm going to finish this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this. If you have made it, (laughs) if you have made it here, oh my God, please let me know. Um, I'm going to give a keyword. If you, if you have reached this far, then you need to comment on any of my social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, what other social media do I have on a YouTube video and just, uh, comment. I made it to the end, Mary. (laughs) So I can see how many people actually did. Um, so yeah, I made it to the end, Mary, that is what you have to write. And then I will know that you made it to the end. All right. Okay. Um, I love you all dearly. Thank you very, very much for listening. I'm not going to tell you to do any of the other things that I usually tell you to, because I feel like if you've got this far, then you are already probably subscribed to my YouTube channel, following me on social media. Um, and yeah, I'm going to set up that Mary Spender podcast at gmail.com right now so that you can send me your voice notes of questions. And that'd be great. Let's get this let's get this rolling. Let's get the Mary Spender podcast happening. And I will speak to you very soon.